Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's journal entry, where this month we are focusing on the cliche self-love, self-care, relationships, all the things. I'm super into it and I didn't expect to be, but I am. And I'm just leaning in. I'm wearing the candy heart earrings that I ordered recently. (laughs) And last week, if you didn't see, I did something that I think is a huge self-care thing. I identified through journaling that I needed a freaking break from responsibilities And so I booked myself an overnight at a hotel in Buffalo and just went up for an afternoon. I ordered room service. I watched all the chick flicks and TV shows that I wanted to catch up on. I read a book. What else did I do? I brought cookies from home, but I also ate, what was it? I brought M&Ms, but I didn't end up eating those. Oh, a Snickers candy, all the things. It it was lovely. Highly recommend 10 out of 10. Anyways, this week, it's a little bit deeper than that. This week, I want to tap into emotional maturity and what that means to me, what it might mean for you, but most importantly, how I believe we start to achieve that. So I think that emotional maturity is a two-way street. Emotional maturity is being aware of our own emotions, how we feel, where they stem from, you know, going down that rabbit hole, but also being open enough and aware enough to accept other people's emotions, not responsibility of their emotions, but being able to honor the fact that they have emotions, that they might be going through a hard time or a good time or whatever it is. I'm going to be talking today about relationships, and it will apply to the person who is looking to strengthen the relationships that she has, particularly with her significant other, but also the person who is looking to attract someone that is emotionally mature, aka myself. (laughs) So I was thinking about this for myself. I want someone, I I know exactly who I want. I think that that's why it's been somewhat easy for me to date. And I say easy in that it's easy for me to identify characteristics through the conversations that I'm having and through some of the dates that I've been on to very easily say, Yes, you have the qualities that I have, or no, you don't, and to not waste my time. But I feel like emotional maturity and 
seeking that in somebody else starts with us. We have to ourselves be emotionally aware or at least be working on it. We need to know ourselves deep down and our motives and why we do or say or don't say certain things, why we expect our partners to show up in certain ways, why we've been put why we've been putting up with how we've been treated. And once we identify all of that and more, start to question those things. Are those things really true? Do those things, do I still value those things? How do I want to be treated? What do I feel like I deserve now? Because we are different people now than when we started our relationships. So there are obviously so many layers that it can be overwhelming to begin to unravel the years that went into the version of ourselves that we are, of who we are and who we've become. So today I'm going to offer you a single prompt to get us started and then share my personal journal entry on this prompt. And it might get a little bit petty and I'm okay with that. (laughs) Okay, so the prompt is this. Think of a time you were reluctant to tell the truth. Consider what it would have looked like to lie instead, then indulge in the fabrication to its logical or illogical end. And I got this prompt from the isolation journals on Instagram. I will repeat this prompt at the end. So you don't have to worry about writing it down now. So it's all about the truth, being reluctant to tell the truth. And as soon as I read this, Before I even knew that I wanted to talk to you about relationships, I immediately went to my relationship and in fact, a specific scenario in my relationship. And I, I was so reluctant to tell the truth in my relationships so many times. And so that's how I started out my journal entry. I was like, why? (laughs) So a quick backstory before I get into my experience with being reluctant, just so that you understand the scenario. I work in network marketing and I have two businesses within that company. My ex at the time had, oh no, I guess he's still my ex. My ex had talked me into, wait, so I guess he was my partner at the time currently my ex. So, so this situation happened when we were still married. Let's let's say that. He had talked me into having the money that I earned from one of those businesses. And it was the secondary business that didn't earn a ton, but it was still a decent amount that anyone would be very happy to receive. He had wanted to have the money from that business directly deposited into his account when we had moved from the Outer Banks to the Buffalo, New York area until he found a job that he was barely looking for, by the way. (laughs) But that's not here nor there. And at the time, I had rationalized it. In the moment, I was like, okay, 
this makes sense. And I made the switch. So he, for, I think it was only one or two weeks, but he had started to receive the income. Later, I had realized that it didn't make sense. And I was starting to feel taken advantage of. But this is where the journal prompt came in. I was scared to tell him the truth that I didn't want to send him my money. So I made up a lie about how corporate wouldn't allow it because the names didn't match on like my business account to his bank account. Total lie. But I was just so scared to tell him the truth. And after journaling about this, I realized that I felt reluctant to tell the truth because I felt like I was taking away something from my partner, even though it wasn't his to take. And I was very well aware of that. I also felt like I was going back on my word. And then I think this was the kicker for me. I didn't feel safe to backtrack and change my mind because I had already committed to it. Now I know that it's okay to change your mind. That used to be a big thing for me, I think, saying that out loud right now. Like once I came up with a decision, I would stick to it. And I felt really bad, like changing my mind on something. I wouldn't change my mind on something. I would follow through. And then I started seeing a whole bunch of people on Instagram sharing how it's okay to change your mind. I think my therapist probably told me, you can change your mind. That's safe to do. But in this instance and relationship and just the way that I my brain works, I didn't feel safe to go back on my word and change my mind on that. So instead of indulging on the fabrication of the lie, like the prompt had said, I wanted to indulge in the fabrication of the truth because I did the lie and I I know <laughs> what had happened. And so I asked myself, what if I did tell him the truth? What would he have said? Because that's what I felt like I needed to protect myself against. But did I? Did I really need to protect myself in that way? And so I was role playing in my head of if I came clean and said, you know what, I don't think that you are deserving of that's that's a little harsh. <laughs> I may I would have come up with a very sweet way to say this, I'm sure. But I don't think you're deserving of taking my money. Let's just say that it's my money. I work for it. You are doing nothing. You have a trust fund. Oh, and <laughs> here's the pettiness. I knew it was going to come out at some point. Um, I mentioned I have two businesses within this network marketing company. I actually have a third. And that third one is my ex's. It was under his name that I worked. And all of the money that I earned through his account was directly deposited into his account from the very beginning because I was paranoid with like the IRS thinking that they would be able to track it and whatnot. And so he grew to expect that. And so he was, he was earning that. So basically he had 
sources of income, yet he still wanted more from this second business of mine. And he grew to expect it. And I felt like I couldn't start claiming it as my own. So if I did tell him the truth, I think the way that it would have played out is that he would have complained. I think he would have said something like, I, like, you moved me to this area and now I have no income source. I think that that would have been his thing. I'm the one depriving him of X, Y, and Z. And he would have made me feel guilty. And he knows that that's making me feel bad for him is how he got so many things from me in my relationship with him. And that's when I thought, while journaling about that third business of his. And I thought, what would have happened in our relationship if I would have stood up for myself from the beginning? If I would have had that conversation back when I felt the tug to claim my own money, we were living in Boston at the time, we were not married. And I was thinking he would have been upset, but then what? Would he have left he he likely would have been upset until I did something to make him feel better because that's how I was at the time. But what if I didn't feel bad that he felt bad? Like, what if I stood my ground? That actually is something that I'm working on actively, is separating my emotions from others. And... When I think of emotional maturity, specifically my emotional maturity, I needed to understand why I was behaving in this way, clearly multiple times, so that I don't repeat the same behavior or attract someone who expects the same type of behavior from me. I think it's because I was in that mode of ensuring everyone around me was happy. And I'm sure this goes beyond just my romantic relationship. But knowing that telling the truth would make him angry, I avoided it at all costs. And so that was my revelation and lesson through journaling and just re-experiencing these things is understanding that my emotions are separate from others. It's that they are capable of managing their own emotions. You are capable of managing your own emotions, as am I. And it's not my problem or job to fix someone else's bad mood. That was my go-to. I would be given this silent treatment so frequently. And it was like one of the first things that I saw my therapist about. And she was like, what does it make you feel? And I was like, shut out. And she's like, what do you do? And I was like, I try and bring him in the conversation. I try and do anything to make that person feel good. But separating myself from what somebody else is feeling has been so enlightening it doesn't come naturally for me. And so I catch myself really multiple times a day thinking through this whole process. And it's really important to me because I want to be with someone who doesn't make me feel like that's my job, but I have to believe that first. Ooh, that's deep. That's good. 
<laughs> so that's what I'm working on. So while we seek to better our relationships or a new relationship that complements who we are working to become, we need to put in the work to become her. And in my opinion, we can't do that if we pull a blanket over who we've been and the traits that we've had and how we used to react and show up in previous relationships or in our current relationship just previously. I encourage you to start honoring how certain things in your relationship make you feel and then questioning them. If you need help with this, it's one of my favorite things to do with my one-on-one -on -one clients. You can learn more all about that and apply at the link in my show notes. But to get you started, here's the prompt from earlier. Think of a time that you were reluctant to tell the truth. Consider what it would have looked like to lie instead. Then indulge the fabrication to its logical or illogical end. And again, that's from the isolation journals on Instagram. Here's to emotional maturity and who we are, how we got here, and who we're about to become. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners, so make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.